Welcome to Prepare to Care, the AARP podcast with resources and tools to support the millions of family caregivers who provide unpaid care to their loved ones. I'm Charlene Hunter-James, your host for this podcast. At AARP, we promote the health and well-being of older Americans for more than 60 years. We are monitoring developments related to the COVID-19 and are working feverishly to keep you informed by providing you information and resources to help older people and caregivers protect themselves from the virus and prevent its spread. In line with those efforts, we have asked Pedro Perez, the Deputy Chief of the Consumer Protection Division of the Texas Attorney General's Office, to join us to talk about keeping you safe from COVID-19 scammers and what you can do regarding price gouging. He'll tell us what we can do to protect ourselves from these crooks and where to turn to for help if you are a victim of fraud or price gouging. Coming up on Prepare to Care. Mr. Perez, Welcome. Last week, Texas Governor Greg Abbott issued a statement, Statewide Coronavirus Disaster Declaration. How does this action affect us, the consumer, especially those caring for someone? Uh, Thank you, ma'am. And that's a very good question. Uh, Normally, a, a business is allowed to charge whatever, you know, price it wants for a product that is selling to the uh, general public. However, um, a special special circumstance takes place when the governor issues a disaster declaration, as he did noon on Friday. Uh, At that point, the Texas uh, price gouging laws come into play, which means that uh, we have a certain statute that applies and does limit those type of increases. So under 1746B27 uh, of the Texas Deceptive Trade Practices Act, a person uh, cannot take advantage of a disaster declared by the governor by selling or leasing fuel, food, medicine, or another necessity at an exorbitant or excessive price, nor can that person demand an, an, an exorbitant or excessive price in connection with the sale or lease of fuel, food, medicine or another necessity okay how do you spot this crime to determine what's a regular price versus those that are out of the ordinary well and that again that's a very good question and uh, we actually rely on the consumers to uh, contact us when they're out in the stores and uh, you know buying their their food and their medicines and things of that sort and we rely on them to basically, you know, tell us, hey, you know, last week I was paying X amount for a loaf of bread, and, and now all of a sudden they want X amount plus an extra five or ten bucks on there. And uh, obviously, you know, there may be a, a, a modest increase that's attached to, to a certain, you know, product, but, uh, you know, it, it cannot be an increase that's exorbitant or excessive. Uh, and... That's something that we'll have to look at, and we, we do rely on consumers filing complaints so that we can make that evaluation here in, in our offices. 
what what we're seeing uh, so far after a couple of days of the price gouging statute being in, in play is the major metropolitan areas are the ones who are getting the most complaints from. So Houston area, the Dallas area, and the San Antonio area was probably third. Uh, those are three major areas. Houston probably Houston and Dallas are pretty much even. Uh, they have similar population areas, so yeah, we're seeing the big, the bigger totals coming from those general areas. And are most of these? You, you, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, and I'm saying, are people filing complaints with your office? Are you seeing the increased complaints coming from these yes. areas? Yes, ma'am. What about rural areas where they may not have as many resources to draw upon? So when I say the Houston area and Dallas area, I don't only mean just Houston proper or Dallas proper. Right, you mean the, so, the, the mega uh, areas. Exactly. So, yes, uh, I, I, actually, we do get a lot of complaints from some of the rural areas. And what you're getting is complaints about the smaller little convenience stores or smaller. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Yes, ma'am. The smaller stores off the highway, and we're getting complaints right. about milk, you know, going up by, you know, doubling or tripling or, you know, hand sanitizer, mm -hmm. things of, of that sort. So, yes. You mentioned food and, and medicines. Are there other items that you all have identified as being sold for far more today than, um, say, last week? Well, I think that the, the key part uh, of the statute is obviously fuel, food, and medicine, but uh, the other part is or another necessity. So at this point, you know, one of the things that we're seeing is a necessity are disinfectant products like hand sanitizers mm -hmm. and Lysol sure. and things of uh, those sort. You know, I think at this point we see the, the public, I think, sees those as something that's a necessity. So obviously if somebody is uh, selling a, a two-ounce bottle of uh, – you know, a uh, hand sanitizer that used to go for a dollar and all of a sudden start charging, you know, several dollars more than that. And obviously that's something that's going to raise our concern and, and be real suspicious to us as a possible price to, uh, possible price gouging case. What is the penalty if you do find significant price gouging by your vendor? So in a case where we find that there's been price gouging and uh, it's, it's something that we believe enforcement action needs to be taken uh, against that uh, business or person, uh, the penalties are, are up to $10,000 per violation. There is an enhanced penalty. We find that uh, price gouging uh, was was geared towards the elderly, but uh, in this type of circumstance, uh, what's likely to happen is they're price gouging everybody because you're walking in, in, into a store and buying a certain product. Right. That's why I'm concerned about the delivery cost now. That. Um, yeah, and I, 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 I would I would just emphasize that uh, make sure that your members know how much they're being charged. So if they have to ask that up front just to double check, just make sure that they know how mm -hmm. much they're uh, uh, paying. How much are you going to pay for that? For that? For, for the, for the for delivery? That, yeah, for the delivery. Mm -hmm. So, how do, can we keep from being victims of this crime, especially for those items that are essential? And then, to whom do we report price gouging? And I think that how you can keep from being a victim of is just you know be aware of what you're 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 buying, and be before you actually complete the transaction, make sure you understand what price. Uh, you are paying for a product. So 
For instance, if you go into your uh, corner, you know, convenience store, and uh, you pick up what, whatever you're trying to pick up, you know, bread, milk, or, or other food product, or uh, you know, hand sanitizer, or things, things of that sort. Make sure you look at what the actual price is, and uh, if it's a price that's out of uh, you know whack with what you're normally used to paying for it, and then you know that's something that you need to pay attention to. If you happen to have a, a camera with you, and if you see a price posted that's just just out of of what the norm is, I mean, please feel free to take a, a picture of that, and you can file a complaint with with our office. And if you want to up up upload that picture, that would be very uh, helpful to us. You can also place a phone call to us at our one one eight hundred six two one zero five zero eight phone number uh, to file a complaint. And if you call that number, you actually talk to somebody and you can uh, tell them what what you have seen. But it's also very helpful if you can go to our website and kind of fill out that complaint form. And if you if you do have any pictures, you can attach the pictures as part of your complaint form. Well, good advice. Let's talk about cyber crimes. Is this crime also on the rise? And if so, what crimes is your office seeing more of right now? Well, it's it's unfortunate, but you know, anytime that uh, anything uh, you know, uh, let's, let's say you know, tragic is happening in the community, you're you're going to have uh, you know certain persons that want to take advantage of others over the internet. So you know, I I, I would caution. Your members to just be very careful with the emails that they're getting. Uh, if people are asking for their bank, uh, you know, their bank account numbers, or asking them to wire money to them, or things of that sort, just be very careful. And uh, you know, for instance, if you if, if if you get an email from your bank and they're asking you for for you to uh, verify your account number, to to authorize you to to do a transaction and over the internet. You know, it may be helpful if you just pick up the phone and call 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 your bank and make sure you're talking to to the people at your bank. Uh, uh, you know, you want to stay uh, safe on this. You don't want to be making a mistake that's going to cause anybody money. And who do we report these crimes to? Well, again, you're more than welcome to fill out a complaint at that same place that I indicated earlier, okay. com and slash consumer. I'm sorry. Dot uh, gov, not not not. Okay, and we'll and we'll repeat that uh, in a few minutes. Uh, let's talk a little bit more specifically about people um, 50 plus and their caregivers. Are they more at risk for fraud? And have you seen any particular rise in this segment of the population? I mean, I think that uh, the elderly are always. Uh, possible, you know, victims just because the scammers out there see them as somebody who are very trustworthy people and that they see as a possible target. Uh, so absolutely, I mean, I, I, it's always good if they're just, you know, uh, aware of what's uh, what's what's around them and aware of their surroundings. Um, and there are enhanced penalties if we find that uh, a Deceptive Practice Act has been uh, uh, has taken place and that they've been targeting the uh, elderly. Okay. That's about all the time we have. But before we go, what's your last piece of advice for our caregivers listening today? 
Uh, I would say just, you know, be aware of your surroundings and just, you know, pay, pay close attention for what you're, you're, you're uh, purchasing at stores and how much you're uh, paying for the products that you're uh, the, the, the buying. We've dealt with a disaster in the past, but it's always been like a hurricane, which lasts like, you know, a week or so, maybe two weeks, uh, where, you know, there may be an a, 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 a aggressive amount of price gouging taking place. In this in this instance, I am concerned that we're going to have these issues uh, extending beyond that uh, period of time. So, I honestly, I'm very concerned about this 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 issue. And we have uh, numerous attorneys and numerous investigators who are working on this price gouging issue, and we're trying to stay on uh, top of this. You've just heard from Pedro Perez. He is the deputy chief of the Consumer Protection Division of the Texas Attorney General's Office. Mr. Perez, thank you for joining us. Again, if you think you've been the victim of a disaster scam, call the Office of the Attorney General's toll-free complaint line at 800-621-0508. Again, 800-621-0508. Or you can file a complaint online at www.texasattorneygeneral.gov forward slash consumer protection. For additional information on disaster scams, you can visit the Attorney General's website at www texasattorneygeneral.gov forward slash cpd forward slash disaster hyphen scams. Now to find out the latest information on the spread of treatment of coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, go to the Texas Department of State Health Services at dshs.texas dot gov forward slash coronavirus forward slash AARP has also covered um, with uh, coronavirus resources. We have much information available. You can get this information at www.aarp.org forward slash coronavirus. As always, if you thought this podcast was helpful, if you have friends or family who are new to caregiving, invite them to follow the Prepare to Care podcast at iTunes, SoundCloud, or at www.aarp.org slash Houston PTC. Take our Prepare to Care podcast survey to help us improve future episodes or find other caregiving planning and local resources to help you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening, and as always, thanks for caring.